Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. I've been thinking a lot lately about our disordered relationships that we have with food. I was talking in the last podcast about reward meals and cheat meals, if it's really healthy or if it's adding to that disordered eating pattern that we have. I have a long history of cravings for sweets. I love sweets. I love carbs. And every time I'm on a diet, that's usually the first thing that's got to go. And what happens is ultimately I'll get a craving for something. And so I'll eat like one small cookie and it will taste great and it will be satisfying. And I won't have another one that same day. And then maybe the next day I'll have another just one. But at some point, rather soon, one cookie won't be satisfying. I've got to have two to be satisfied. And then three. And then it turns into a binge. And this is not something that has happened once or twice. This is a pattern in my entire life. There are just some foods that I can't have in the house because ultimately I will eat them all. And so I just don't buy them. And I've been doing that for quite some time. But I'm an adult. I have access to whatever foods that I want. And it's always a hindrance for me when I'm on a diet. This food addiction, particularly carb addiction or, you know, and I can eat paleo version or a keto version or sugar-free, like whatever, there's always going to be some kind of junk food alternative to whatever it is that you want for me to overeat. And the average know-it-all will say, you need to moderate whatever it is that you eat, that you should never do one extreme or the other. One extreme diet that says eat no carbs or eat no fat or eat no protein. Like the perfect way to eat is just this perfectly balanced diet where a person can moderate every single food group, which is great in theory, but very hard to do in execution. You would never tell a person who has a cocaine problem that they need to moderate their cocaine. You would tell them that they need complete avoidance of the drug. If someone is an alcoholic, you don't say, you need to work on just trying to get down to a couple drinks a day. You would say, you need to completely avoid alcohol because they're addicted, they're addictive substances. Sugar is no different. We have seen that sugar lights up the same regions of the brain that cocaine does. It is a highly addictive substance. And so should we really be telling people that it's okay to do it in moderation, especially for people like myself who are addicted to it? Or should we say complete avoidance is really the best medicine? I believe that in those cases, it is. If you have certain foods that you have an unhealthy relationship with, you need to completely avoid it. It's not about getting a food safe and locking it up and taking one out. If you've got to be that extreme, 
You shouldn't buy it. Some things can't be moderated. Some things can. But if you're addicted to it, it really can't be. So in some cases, you've got to say, it's got to go. And all of its little friends and cousins have to go. So if a person is addicted to salty foods, they love potato chips, you probably wouldn't tell them, why don't you go and buy a one ounce bag of potato chips and put it in the cabinet and that way you can't overeat. Really, they just shouldn't buy the potato chips because it's just too great of a temptation because that one ounce bag of potato chips might satisfy them once. But then when they, one day when they eat it, it's not gonna satisfy them and they're gonna have to go get another one. And they'll be like, let me just buy a bag. Let me just eat one more chip, two more chips. And the next thing you know, the whole thing is gone because they can't moderate that food because they're addicted to it. If it's soda, people that are addicted to soda, particular types of soda sometimes, just Dr. Pepper or just Mountain Dew or just any soda, anything that fizzes. Again, would you be like, yeah, it's okay to have one a day. First of all, there's nothing healthy about soda, not one thing, just for the record. But no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's okay to have one or to tr make it like a treat. I would say you've got to get it out because just that one is going to lead to them wanting more. Like cigarettes. Who tries to quit smoking and go, I'm just going to have just one cigarette a day. Just one. And that's going to sustain me. It never happens. It leads to them going right back. And why this is so important is because when we're on a weight loss journey, sometimes it's very difficult. Sometimes it's very easy to lose weight. But the hardest thing is to keep off weight that you've lost. That is more difficult than getting the weight off to begin with. And so we have to set habits for ourselves that set us up for success and not set us up for failure. And so oftentimes what happens, we lose weight, then we go into maintenance mode. And usually for a while, it might be a week, it might be a year, we continue to do the things that helped us get the weight off. But ultimately at some point, the person falls off the wagon. And that's because they went back to habits that they had before. Usually some type of food or multiple foods that they were addicted to before come back into their life. They were hungry. They felt like they had nowhere else to go. They went to a fast food restaurant. I hear this quite often. Yeah, I was, there was nowhere else to go. I had to go get a hamburger as if that's the only option on the planet. But that food gets in their system, that drug gets in their system and they want more. They want more. Sometimes when you first have something, when you haven't had it for a while, it doesn't even taste all that good. You're like, I can't believe I used to eat this. But ultimately, 
it starts something. It awakens something inside and you start thinking about whatever it was. I've got to go and, and get whatever food it is. You might drive across town to get it. You might be in the grocery store. You've completely avoided a certain aisle the last several visits, but you find yourself kind of lingering and going down that aisle and kind of staring. That's what happens. Is that we have to treat these addictive substances as what they are. Foods that have no place in our diet. No place. And whatever that food is for you, and it's different for, for everybody. For instance, I can have bags of chips here at the house. I'm not going to eat them. That's not my thing. For somebody else, that's their poison. For me, something sweet, some kind of starchy carb. For somebody else, wouldn't phase them a bit. They don't even have a sweet tooth. But oftentimes, if we're on a diet journey, we've had struggles we've got a food and whatever it is no matter how much we want to make it part of our life it's just like a toxic person we're just better off without it